But you have to understand, my life was defined by moments where people were like, what are you doing? Why are you acting like that? Who who are you? <laughs> que pasa? And I'm like, nah, no, yeah, habla. Exactly. Like, like, no habla. Like, like, no literally, the habla. color of my skin <laughs> is confusing to everyone, not just white people. ready validation validation baby so this is actually really exciting for us uh the people watching wouldn't or listening wouldn't really necessarily understand but we've been prepping for this for months this has been an incubated idea for months we've been putting in the pre-production production scheduling and i'm so happy to finally say welcome to the inaugural Mixed Edition Podcast, Episode One, baby. I'm Sebastian. I'm Danny. I'm Sasha. And we are going to talk about today specifically what the hell we are even doing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're new, which all of you would be, continue to check us out. Check us out on the YouTube. We do uh, put videos up there that are exclusive to there that you'll be able to see us do some crazy stuff. We eat snacks. We, uh, what else do we do? On the f- why For can science. I? Oh, we- yeah, yeah. I was like, why can I only think of eating snacks? Okay. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we do, uh, we do a lot of crazy stuff. We're mad scientists. We do some debates. We do all kinds of crazy stuff. So go and check us out on YouTube if you haven't. But for right now, welcome. Welcome, come in, come in to Mixed Edition. Now, that name, Mixed Edition, will tell you right off the bat, me and Sasha are mixed. Culturally, racially. What a surprise. Mentally, we're mixed. So We're all mixed. We we're all mixed up. Have a lot of conversations, and I'm sure a lot of people who share our uh, racial <laughs> profile do go through. No matter what mix, no, just a mix of two cultures. No matter, no matter what that mix is, and we always talk about how you know, kind of, you don't feel belonging to either one, but you do love things about both, and kind of how confusing it can be to have parents who really don't understand that. Uh, stance or understand that place of being yeah or really even have a society that understands that yeah i mean that's kind of what we're here to talk about that's kind of uh right because a lot of people have my experience where i woke up in the box that i was supposed to be in and it kind of all made sense and then someone came out came up to you and was like hey that box looks a little small there but bust down some walls and open it up a little bit you were like you can do that? <laughs> you can do that? Yes. Yes, you can, Danny. And hence, we are here today. <laughs> right. So today, we're not going to uh, regale you with any of our racial woes. That's not necessarily what we're here to do. I genuinely feel like this podcast came to birth in a place of love. Like, we... Don't necessarily complain about the things that we don't get because of the culture loss. We genuinely talk about what we do gain by not necessarily having a whole culture. 
we've kind of come to understand and love and enjoy building and cultivating the culture inside ourselves as individuals. And it's 2021 now. I think it's a conversation we should all be having. So we're going to mix this up and we're going to talk about how we can build ourselves and we can build each other through this community, hopefully through this podcast, and build culture individually. Stop thinking of it as one thing, one culture, another culture, another culture, and start thinking of it individual culture, what you can build yourself upon. Yeah, when you do that, you have the potential to access an infinite number of possibilities. That's kind of like the the main thing, though, right? Like you get to experience everything. You get to experience so many, so many different things. And you know what is life except for experiences that lead to more experiences? You know, like you, then you die. <laughs> like, right? Like, why wouldn't you? But want- also, I think that individual culture brings another aspect where you really, even if you don't accept some accept something as your culture, you can at least learn something about your fellow man that does accept that as his or her or their culture. Exactly. And then ignorance is no longer the issue. <laughs> and I think the humanity can do with a little less ignorance. <laughs> I, <laughs> I agree and multiply. Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of uh, the, the main topic for today, guys. It's just the mission statement of Mixed Edition. And if you do choose to join us as a community, as a podcast, as listeners, as uh, contributors, because, you know, comment section we really want to learn we're go- we're g- we are not the smartest people on the planet we're going to say yeah. dumb things we're going to say stupid things but hear me out teach us we'll, we'll we'll all learn together man let's do this because you know what on youtube they say you can't uh in life they say you can't but here let's try let's do our little experiment here and we'll see if we can uh, mix up some some good ass culture, some of that good culture, some of that fried chicken and gumbo culture. Sorry, now I'm I'm really hungry. If you guys don't know yet, apparently, do you need to eat something? Uh, we'll be fine. I'll just keep talking about food every once in a while. <laughs> I love hearing about food. (laughs) We are going to be actually getting into uh, different foods here as well, eventually. So you guys check that out. I mean, that's that's on the channel, the YouTube channel. Not only on the YouTube channel, but if we do do it for a podcast, that's like so far into the future. But we love you. Good effort, Danny. Yeah, we love you. We love you so much. (laughs) Thank you for being here. And actually, like on the topic of Danny being here, because I know a lot of people out there on the internet are going to see us as a group and be like, why? <laughs> like, I, I get it. I get it. Why? I'm going to get out ahead of it. And I'm going to tell you my reason for why I love having Danny here. And it's Danny is a genuine person who wants to learn. She didn't always know. And when I first met her and when Sachelle first met her, the ignorance was real. It was, it was real, but it was never hey there was it was all love because yeah never she malicious genuinely wanted to learn and and honestly even though we were born mixed and came up with the idea of it and whatnot Danny is ultimately what we want this channel to do I'm trying my best to mix it up as well right <laughs> yes 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 mix it up <laughs> 
Mitglieder. So when we started talking about this, because like I said, me and Sasha have a lot of conversations about just the good and the bad of, you know, being mixed or <laughs> whatnot. It was like maybe a year ago to to this. to th- Actually, upon release of this, maybe like a year and a half ago when we were sitting Probably. in L.A. visiting Sasha. She lives there now. That's why we're doing the Discord thing. If you haven't <laughs> figured that out yet, <laughs> three thousand miles and a multiple time zone difference. Uh, we we, uh, we mixed time zones, mixed, mixed locations, zones, mixed locations, mixed people. We got the mixed bag, people. That's why you we got listen. it all. <laughs> when we when we started talking about this, we literally just were like, "Yo, like we have so many conversations that." talk about like directly like man i hate this about this culture but i love this about this culture and i wish that i was accepted by this culture but i kind of don't like the fact that i'm accepted by this culture and then i just was like dude like how ignorant is this conversation though just because like it's just us like what experience do do we really have with culture like we obviously we have our unique experiences otherwise we wouldn't be able to (laughs) make a podcast but I am genuinely interested, man, like if there are mixed people out there that feel the same way or if there are mixed people out there that don't feel that way or if there are people out there that aren't mixed that feel the same way. Like, I, right. like, like I'm genuinely interested, like what is the what is your experience? Like, tell us what is your experience being a mixed culture, having an individual culture that is cultivated multiple cultures? What is what's it like for you? Is it hard or is it easy? Like, is it? Is do you things see things progressing, or do you see things kind of declining? So, with that said, we can now start talking <laughs> about the good and the bad of being mixed and living with a mixed person, and not necessarily understanding what that's like. <sighs> Sasha, would you like to start? Because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like we're gonna agree with each other's statements. <laughs> You're right. Well, first, I want to start talking about, so as a whole, I mean, growing up in America, I think lends itself to this kind of conversation, because as a whole, tell me anyone, what is American culture? Right. Can can you define it? Because I can't. Not, not. <laughs> I could tell you my right. experience of what American culture right. is, but and that's, that's what totally it's different. Experience. Yeah, it's totally different. So when people are like, oh, you're stealing this culture or like you're, you're not allowed to do that. I'm just like, why? Is it not like, right. is it not part of American culture to be right. able to to basically take whatever culture we want? <laughs> like I, I agree on the spicy bit and i also agree just like on the on the lesser level of just american culture is mix of cultures like that is american mm. culture you know like if you had to define yeah. it in some way it's a bunch of cultures mixed together that's what we i agree we and then to go back and like now people are trying to separate things again after it's already been integrated, it's really right. hard to separate something back out. Can't like, we sorry, all just eat cheese. We already mixed together. It. Yeah, this everyone, is everyone likes pasta. All right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry, Italy. <laughs> sorry, 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 Italy. Mom. <laughs> sorry. Like, and pasta all... wasn't even originated in Italy. 
Oh, I God. believe the first. I, noodles... I thought that was pizza. Okay, just, <laughs> just I'm gonna drop a disclaimer. China. I'm gonna drop a disclaimer right now because I I know I already said that we're dumb, but I'm just gonna do one more disclaimer. Yeah, we might say random things like that. I, we... It's also not backed by facts. It's not. It, a, a pasta could be Italian, but in Danny's world, in Danny's mind, in her culture, it's not. So if it is, please educate her and us. Where did pasta and if come it, if from? it's not, <laughs> and if it's let not, me know. Yeah, please let <laughs> me know because as far as I know, pasta obviously has huge ties to Italy. Right, but I noodles mean, yeah. are huge in Asia. I agree, but I didn't say ramen. Right. Like, are you comparing ramen and... See, this is what we're talking about, people. Ramen and spaghetti this is what we talk are two about, different people. things. It is my failure. It is, I consider it my wait. personal failure that my girlfriend Time out. compared those two. No, you're right. Time out. Ramen is you good. cannot put pasta sauce on, on ramen. ramen. No. Blech. No. Oh, that would They're be not so even gross. made from the same things. Not yes, I know this. That's why I'm just rice like, noodles what? versus wheat noodles. I think noodles first came about. If I had to guess, and now this is what this podcast is. We're just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess, I think pasta originated wherever the main food for the people living in that region was like soup. That would be the original pasta. Now the reason why that I would say legit. not ramen. Is because if you think about it, like for all of history, ramen existing for all of history, why the hell didn't more cultures use noodles like that? Why are the noodles so different somewhere else? I think the isolation of Eastern Asia in history stopped ramen from being the original noodle. I think it was somewhere else that was like, Yo, we eat a lot of hot water and th- and stuff. So <laughs> I just I just consulted uh, my super great friend Oogle. Ah, Oogle. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Doctor Oogle says Oogle. noodles originated in China, but noodles. Disclaimer: Noodles is not what I was talking about. I was talking about pasta. <laughs> right. Right. Which is Italy, yo. <laughs> Which is Italian, yo. I'm sure that there was some form of a dumpling that turned into a noodle at some point. Right. Mm-hmm. That I actually, no, we should. Okay. Guys, guys, we have a podcast. Let's get this out there. Somebody out there, take dumplings and make noodles out of them. I will give you all my money. <laughs> Dumpling noodles, give me. Yes. You that can totally amazing. do that. What do you mean? No, I mean like take the actual dumpling, like with all the stuff in it, and like just somehow make that into a noodle and then put it in a bowl and give it to me. <laughs> and I'll give you, here's my money. Take my money. Some bites taste like noodles. Some bites taste like meat. Some oh. bites taste like okay. onion. Some bites taste I like will, I will clarify what I said, <laughs> and I did not mean a filled dumpling. I meant something more akin to... What oh. you get, like, when you put flour and water together. <laughs> I just like you a just glob make, of like, pasta. Like gnocchi. Yeah, get, like gnocchi. Yes, like gnocchi. This conversation, is a, is though, can I just say, is the perfect introduction to our fa- to our listeners. Who the <laughs> about hell what we the, are. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> Listen. 
life is experiences, man, and these are ours. Where did pasta come from? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> but back to the point. Mm. Yeah, I like pasta. I like pasta. And no one, no one can tell me that I'm not allowed to like pasta because I'm from a different culture. Has that happened to you? Yo, you don't know the weird things that have happened to me. But let me tell you. That's what we're here for. Tell me. Yeah, let me tell you. Oh, shit. When I talk. Okay, so my family is Jewish a little bit. And Russian a little bit. Like, we have all the things. But there's the one thing that I am not is Irish, okay? And guess what my favorite sandwich is? My favorite sandwich is a Reuben. Now. This is news to me that Reubens are Irish. Why do you think they're so popular? Corned beef and cabbage is like. Truth, 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 truth. truth, Super Irish. what is sauerkraut (laughs) but cabbage and vinegar? Yeah. Fermented cabbage. So either way, even if Rubens are not Irish, which I think they are, they're Irish, Scottish, something from the UK. They're your favorite. Uh, And it's my favorite. I also really do like corned beef and cabbage. But growing up in upstate New York, where there are a lot of Irish people, and I am very not (laughs) Irish. uh, What? People would actually comment on that. They're like, why... Like, uh, how is that your favorite thing? How have you even ever tasted that? Like, um, and I was like, does your family only make things like only food from your original culture? Because mine doesn't. Hell no. (laughs) Because mine doesn't. My mom's like, try all the food. All the food. All the food. But the thing is, is they were like, that's surprising. I expected you to like. Fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> uh, fucking, which that's is, like which is quite, It's like, like, it makes me so bitter when you get those things where people are like, oh, you must like watermelon or fried chicken or grape Kool-Aid. And it makes me even more mad that I really do love watermelon. Right. And now I have to be like careful right. about how much Bro. I like watermelon because I get super judged on that. And that's the thing people don't understand. <laughs> I honest, honestly, I think I think there are, is a large majority of people out there that would understand this. This specific I, just point, makes me so mad. Like every black person in America has gone through this at one point. But I'm just For I'm sure. just saying, man, like I had I have almost the inverse problem because I grew up Italian. Like my my mother is Italian, and just an Italian family. I had a stepfather who was Italian, and the food was definitely had Italian roots. But we definitely explored. It was Italian American. Are we frozen? A few moments later, there it is. Okay, so say sorry. Can you restart your entire story? Because you said I'm Italian. Okay. I was kind of going off what you were saying when people kind of expect your cuisine to be more African-American oriented, that I grew up Italian as hell. Like, my mother was Italian. I had a stepfather who was Italian. So, like, eventually, uh, the cuisine, though it had Italian roots, did expand outward 
to soul food and whatnot. Like I did connect with my black family and like I started kind of eating that culture's food and loving it, but I hated chicken wings. I just, <laughs> I just, I, just, I don't, I, I've amended Sorry, this. Hey, do you know where you live? Right for the How for the people for the people watching, I have amended this mistake. Okay, in in recent years, but when I was younger, I just, I hated the greasiness. I hated the 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 mess of eating chicken wings, and I hated hot sauce. Like I hated it. It was gross to me. So then. Black people, I'd be around black people. I'd be around black family. I'd be around just, you know, people who you, there is chicken being passed and it is of the fried variety and you are offered to take some and I would politely refuse because they poured hot sauce all over it. And I'm like, they're like, what, you don't like chicken and hot sauce? And I was like, no. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, all of a sudden, I get to experience the experience of being black one second and then not being black in a room full of black people. Because it just like, you're like people telling you what you should like to eat and what is just them not necessarily knowing your background. Like, I don't assume anyone will eat anything. Like, I don't look at someone and go, oh, that person definitely eats watermelon and fried chicken or that person definitely eats cabbage stew and fucking Cuban Rubens. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing I don't understand is like, I understand where like certain cultures you grow up eating certain things and therefore you might be like more receptive to those things. Right. But also like, I love Asian food. And to be honest, I would never have known unless I tried it as an adult because my mother never made anything of the Asian variety. She made a lot of European type right. of types of foods. Crazy. And I, so I found out what I oh, liked, but I, I mean, my mom's the same way. Yeah. Apart from like ordering random Chinese food. That was it. I, I got to give props to my parents because they loved Asian food. And that's how I got introduced to it because they would be like, it's sushi night, dude. It's ramen night to this day when i'm like mom korean food she's like where is the korean restaurant in buffalo that's awesome because we have to go there and experience that food i can tell you but uh it's on evans by the way yes Uh, (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah it's like i mean even as much like as much as my parents did expand my culture and help me be open to different cultures, which I'm really, really grateful for. They didn't expand it as much as I would have liked because now I'm still as an adult, like finding all these new interesting things in different cultures that I love. Right. They could I could have totally like I could have totally been incorporating them into my life. Like I just like them. It's just things that make me happy. It's really funny uh to me hearing Danny's experience just because like I think that I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I've been known to preach, but I'm not a preacher, right? So when you think about the culture of eating out versus the culture of getting a meal cooked for you, I think that culture plays a huge part into that. I had home cooked meals for most, we would go out to eat, don't get me wrong. We would go out to eat, you know, we Outback Steakhouse, freaking IHOP, but it was more about like 
the meal at home, like the cooked meal at home. And I know a lot of black friends who have the same experience where you have recipes that have just been passed down for years and years. And then when you cook every single day, like the, you cook the stuff, you know, you cook the things, you know. So like, I feel like it just kind of comes down to that culture of my parents, not necessarily like ever being like, let's get sushi until I was like freaking, I don't even know. I think I was like, 19 like a full-grown adult right <laughs> yeah. but my dad did give me octo fried octopus when i was a kid like he would he would dabble me but it was mostly an italian food like palette with american mixed in and it just it baffles me that you know kids like there are kids out there that grew up like oh i love sushi i have my favorite sushi place down on this street it baffles me just because like when I was a kid, I I never had any choice. I, this might be an Italian thing. I never had any choice in what I eat. Like they put it on the table. It's their house. It's their money. <laughs> you eat it. <laughs> you don't like it? Too bad. Don't eat. Yeah, <laughs> my mom was very much uh, like that too. Not taking dinner votes. Right. <laughs> she was like, she was like, oh, you're hungry. Here. Here. This is what you get. Right. <laughs> it will fill you up. So so that is kind of like a difference in culture a little bit there. Just totally different. And dude, I've never had to be careful eating watermelon. <laughs> That's fair. That's true. Yeah. That's, That's true. true. I'm over here like at the picnic. That is like... a delicious summer snack for everyone. <laughs> I agree. But if I go to a picnic and I pick I put watermelon on my plate, inevitably I will make eye contact with someone and they will just be like Right, like, and right. you're aware of it. You're aware. It's yeah. really awkward. Anything purple in your cup, and it's just oh my god, never. Clear never. cup. Excuse me. Do you have any plastic cups that are not clear? You know, so I can drink <laughs> Give my me a red purple solo drink. cup, please. Can I drink in my purple peace. drink in peace. In peace. <laughs> in peace. <laughs> right. Right. It's just. It's like weird. Like why? So not only is culture something that we self-impose. So we're sitting here saying, oh, this is the only, like, this is the culture that I have. Right. But other people are superimposing it onto us as well. Right. So they're like, this is the only culture you're even allowed to have. Right. And that is definitely You can choose within this narrow spectrum of things that is acceptable for you. And I really hate that. Yes. (laughs) I feel like that's the negative, too, and kind of this is for Danny, too. I don't think we've ever talked about this. That is definitely a heavy negative of being mixed is because the way I I speak, and I have been, I'm going to get out ahead of this right now. I have code switched in my life. I've done it. As have I. I have done it. Listen, man. Forgive. I have. Forgive. I forgive you. Please forgive me. Because honestly, it's more about feeling like you belong than it is about trying to prove something. That's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not so much external validation, but it's more just like being comfortable in a situation. For as many people as possible. Right. But the the negative, going off what Sashel just said, the negative about being mixed is the superimposing of cultures onto us by the cultures we belong to. Like, oh my God. Like, Thank you. Yes. I, I have Italian family members who are like, oh, did you, you, you bring in the hot sauce? You probably carry it around. And then I got a freaking black family that's like, oh, where's your gabagool, your mazzari? And I'm just like, bruh, like, 
Like, can you not? I want some <laughs> of that damn chicken too. I grew up. I understand now. Give me some chicken. Like, yeah, don't fucking... I, I, I mean, I get, I get that a lot as well where people, so as you can see, my aesthetic mm. is not what you would call, uh, urban. <laughs> to use their terminology, their terminology. Okay, Urban. that's my terminology to make me comfortable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Even so, like I I switch it up when I go visit like certain people, but I don't belong right. in. So to um my black family, my natural aesthetic, the things I like to wear, the way I like to style myself is like me not i'm trying to be white right yes yep i get which thing. is not the case no these are just clothes that i like it's it's random and you look great and i'm gonna say and i'm I wearing a fucking hawaiian shirt and i look good like yeah and i'm wearing I think a it looks japanese good. toy from the <laughs> 90s and i look good yeah so like fashion is also something that uh, plays a huge role the way I speak. Yeah. So I when I talk to to that side of my family, they're like, "Oh, so you're fancy with your school and stuff." And I'm like, "No, uh, <laughs> sorry that I got an education and I right. I don't mean to offend, but and that's you didn't honestly. No, <laughs> you, you brought up a good point because I I will challenge you that. Speaking articulately and white sounding does is not a uh, sign of an education, and I know you didn't say that, but like the people no, who it's not. that who impose that on you, like but the that why, yeah, them saying I'm fancy for the it. reason why we speak the way that we do is because when we were growing up, we would go into class and we would try and talk like our black classmates. I went to a very very to use your terminology very urban uh <laughs> early years like for like kindergarten first grade second grade and my friends all talked like that and i wanted to have friends so i started talking like that and then i moved to an I, me my brother and two other kids were the only colored kids period ethnic kids period in the freaking whole school which is the and, type of school that I went to. And then I had kids come up to me and be like, why do you talk like that? Like, why would you talk like that? Why would you talk like that? And then after middle school, I went to a predominantly black high school where everyone's like, why do you talk like that? Why so do you your talk speech like is that? all like, So <laughs> I literally, I literally, literally speak however the f well I please. Like I, I, That's I fair. Do, this is people get mad at me for code switching, but listen up, doing it a little right now. When I get worked up, when I get mad, when I'm by myself, alone, talking to no one, I code switch. I get mad. I get I, it's primal. I get that childlike part of my brain comes out. And when I was a child, I lived in the hood. I have that part of my brain still that's still there, and it has nothing to do with the imposed culture has nothing to do with that. It's solely because I decided, and I'm sure Sasha at some point decided, fuck it, it's too much hard work to keep up. 
I'm just going to talk how I want to talk. And then that's true. If some people are around that I could get jive with, then I'll get jive. Like, okay. But, but this then... is also, I want to say, I want to make a disclaimer here that the way I'm speaking now is the way I am most comfortable speaking Same. to anybody. Same. To anybody. Right. Like, that's just, this is how I speak. I'll never be like, yo, what up? Man, man, man. Like, it's, yes. it's, ooh, that was, that was cringy. Right. Like, <laughs> it's just not, it's not in your nature. And I feel like people impose that on you. People expect one thing. And when they don't get that thing, it becomes uncomfortable for them. And that's the thing, man. Like, if I code switch in the company of someone who speaks, that's how they speak. I'm literally, just speaking the language and that I I enjoy, I love, I love that. But you have to understand, my life was defined by moments where people were like, what are you doing? Why are you acting like that? Who who are you? <laughs> que pasa? And I'm like, no, no yeah, habla. Exactly. Like, like literally, no habla. Like, no habla. the color <laughs> of my skin is confusing to everyone, not just white people. So like that that's it's why. literally literally everyone. <laughs> My cheekbones confuse everyone. <laughs> like yeah, you're black. Thought you were Greek. Like what the f like what the f yeah, I get weird. Like when my hair is straight, people are like, Oh, are you Middle Eastern? Right. I get or that the beard are you too. Hispanic? You know? But hey And I'm just like That's no. another thing that blows my mind. Because people always say, Are you Italian? Yes. Oh, or maybe you're some sort of like European. I'm also that. Yeah, you nailed it. Oh, are you like Jewish? Yeah, got it. But are you also like predominantly American? Bruh, you looked at me and you got it right. Like I've right. never had the experience that you're talking about. Well, Yeah, I grew to hate the question, what are you? I always just say guess. That's my literal answer. Oh, my answer is always American. <laughs> ah, there you go. We both like to switch it up on him, but I'm more of an asshole. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, kind of a dick about it. But <laughs> it's kind but of a dick like, question. So I do want to bring up. It a, is a dick question. This is a great segue. Danny brought up a great point. To one of the main reasons we started this podcast was the fact that half of the culture that we claimed all of our lives is an unknown culture. Like Danny was just able to say Italian. I was literally able to say I'm Italian, and they were if literally like, "Oh, Lakata, your physical you, name lines up with what I think if about." If you asked her, you make sense to me. If you asked her, like, what part of Europe? She could answer you. She could tell you. If you asked her, like, oh, what are some traditions? Mm -hmm. She could answer you. But for me, I have my Italian family. To wit, all those things are true for me. I can I can tell you the the traditions. I can tell you the lasagna for Christmas. The, the spot on the boot where you're from. The spot on the boot where you're from. I can tell you that. But also, if you were to ask me uh, what part of Africa I'm from, what part, well, like where, where where does that culture come from for me? I, I don't even know that I'm African. I might be Jamaican. Right. I have no idea. I have no idea. Now we are rectifying this. Stay tuned for our YouTube channel because soon. At some point. At some point. If not season one, then season two. Stay tuned. Ring the bell so you know. We're going to take Ancestry.com DNA tests. We're going to find out. 
But in the meantime, I'm so excited for yours. Mine's gonna be boring because I'm literally gonna be like, oh, I'm... actually, I think this is the thing. You about might white get people. something Wait, surprising. Oh. Yeah, right. This is the thing about white people, though. White people are proud of the white that they are. They're proud of like the white that they are. So they're like, I'm Italian. I'm German. I'm English. I'm this. So when you think about it, when they are like. Uh, I am definitely Italian. I'm 100% Italian. My mom's Italian. My grandma's Italian. Everything about me is Italian. There was some mix in somewhere. And there's like Hungarian in there. And you're like, how the fuck did that happen? Because time and history is not racist. History is not racist. (laughs) People are racist. History is not racist. So Well, it's because at some point, like, it wasn't weird. places, Places move people move. Or, you know, something like if someone, I'm just saying. Okay, for example, for example, in many, we'll keep this G-rated, uh, <laughs> many tribes from different countries decide to move oh. to other countries. Oh. And then they procreate and they take on that identity of their new country. So now everyone's Italian. Even right. though one of them kind of moseyed over across the border. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think yours will surprise you, too. Ours will definitely be interesting. I think yours will surprise you, too. But this is, like, kind of where I wanted. I honestly can't. I will say I can't even do that for my European side very easily. I know that I have some Ashkenazi Ashkenazi? Yeah, Ashkenazi Jew. That. Glad we have the expert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russian. Not an Definitely. Expert. Hungarian. Ooh. Well. And Native American? Yeah, I ha- see that's the thing. That's all over Dude, the place. Dude, people, people told me my whole life. My mom's like, we're Italian. But then my grandma's like, we have German in us. And then my freaking dad, who I haven't seen in 20 years, is like, there's Native American in our family. And I'm just like, what? what's true? Like, like wait, what? what? Yeah, I think my grandfather is Native American and German. Right, like, Maybe. Question mark? Also. Question mark. Like, I no don't idea. even know if I am the things that I think I am but. because- the th- information that I have has been passed down to me. That's- and I love mm-hmm. my mom so much, but she doesn't always have the most accurate information. She tricked <laughs> me into thinking it was a smart car until I physically saw it and like, dude, that's a smart car. And she's like, yeah. Nah, nah. So she could have literally told me like, yeah, we're Lithuanian because she heard it. Yo, the things Danny's mother, mom says. But- I'm stuck. Is- I'm sorry. You guys all move forward. Smart car? Smart car? <laughs> and I believed it. What? What's a smart? Uh, oh do, you remember, do you remember those little toy looking cars that came out? Yeah. Oh, smart. I know what a smart car is. Yes. I, like, I know what, what a smart car is. What's a smart? Whoever. What is a smart? <laughs> Answer this question. Not a thing. No, like, what? It is amazing. Get your mom on the phone. I Dude, need to know what a smart is. A smart is like when a little blue smurf gets squished under someone's foot. Smart! And they have cars, apparently. Okay, cool. We Okay, we, we, we understand now. And saying. she thought it was funny, and I thought it was funny, but at the end of the day, she could Also, have... she's passing on false information. Right. It, so who's to say that isn't right. uh, 
along with how the I'm... DNA don't lie though. Right. We'll I find agree. Out. Right. But also, I think that certain people, for example, some Jewish people, stopped saying they were Jewish. And that disappeared from their family history. <laughs> the fact, you know, so now, yes, now people now might be Jewish and don't know because, you know, down the line, their family lied because Jews got prosecuted and it was dis it was not advantageous to like right. be Jewish. So they right. might have just been like that and then completely gotten rid of all of like the traditions and so, the culture. I mean, honestly, and what you just said kind of opened my eyes a little bit because like what I was just talking about, that like robbery of culture, so to speak, uh, by history is not just a black thing. Like, I, I, you know, it's not. I obviously don't always think everything's a black thing. I just that's my perspective. That's how I see it. So then to like be like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. Like there are probably a bunch of Russian, a bunch of Polish, a bunch of like European Jewish people who literally just gave that shit up and like don't ever speak about it. And then after a couple generations, like there were probably a lot of people who had like had those stereotypical Jewish features that weren't even Jewish. Oh, that's a whole different Yeah, Whoa. but some uh races do manifest more Pre- more prominently in phenotype such yes. as dark skin yes so it's hard to get rid of just by saying it isn't so insert the key and peel sketch <laughs> i'm okay. looking for any blacks uh no blacks here but i was thinking it'll be interesting <laughs> to get my ancestry because if i do find something random that i never knew uh and i want to explore that it is a part of me that I never even knew is there. Um, so I used to be a server in a restaurant that would have banquets, and they always had this like um, like Jewish uh, meeting. So this like one church would have all these Jewish men come together, and they would just kind of like talk business and eat pizza. And when I was there, they and I got along really well. And they asked me if I was Jewish. And I said, I mean, yes, sort of. My mom is Jewish. My dad is not Jewish. But I was sort of raised Christian. And they were like, well, your mother is Jewish. Your blood is Jewish. You are Jewish. You're Jewish. Yeah. And I felt Jewish is maternal a line. sense yeah. of pride for being included. And I think that has sort of been my experience for a while. But I've gotten to a place now where I'm like, I know that I come across as a basic white girl and I have like wanted not wanted so hard to not be that person. So for me, I'm in a place where I'm like starting to find a balance and seeing beauty and accepting that part of myself, but also seeing that I'm a human and seeing that like it is good to explore and to add other parts of myself and not just be a basic girl for myself. But then what's going to happen is if that starts to translate on the outside, I will start to experience what you guys have experienced because I do have the potential to no longer be recognizable to people used to go, I got you. I know what you are and you belong. And all of a sudden they're going to look at me and say, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. I want to say, Flip coin to your story. Um, <laughs> uh, from my perspective, I am also Jewish through my matriarchal line. So my grandmother is Jewish 
and my mother is Jewish. However, even if I told a group full of Jewish men that that was the case, they would I wouldn't count as Jewish. This kind of is perfect, like, because I want to ask you a question. So the exclusion from certain uh, cultures just from a cosmetic standpoint also kind of leads me to want to talk about how black culture is the only culture that we ever talk about that is just a skin color related thing. And it's interesting because while we, you may be Jewish and my question for you is, do you ever feel like when you are trying to kind of fit into a culture and they are kind of cosmetically not including you, do you feel in that moment like you're black? Like you, you are part of black culture? Does the exclusion from culture make you feel like you're black? Uh, so, okay, I'm going to make a distinction about my personal terminology that I've come up with. Um, there's a difference to me between black and colored. Hmm. Hmm. That's news to me, folks. Yes. So <laughs> this is something I don't know if other people agree with me or not, but I think of black we'll as out. strictly like in terms of America, African-American. Now, Africans may also be black, but they are not black culture. Well, that's what I'm, that's actually, yes, that's what I'm talking about. When I talk about black culture, I'm not talking about African culture at all because black culture came from and was like brought up by the lack of the knowledge of the African culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but African or black culture. So, black culture is African American, but colored is um, maybe Middle Eastern, Hispanic, black, anything, anything. Obviously, minority. uh, Obviously, not white. Yeah. So, do I feel colored in those situations? Yes. But I, I, what I was specifically asking was, do you feel black? I do not. Uh, it's not something that I don't have a strong tie uh, to black culture. Right. Which is why I have a distinction like that, because right. I do kind of have a strong tie to culture, to colored culture. Right. Like, I have, obviously, I know what it means to be someone who is not white right. in America Um, But I don't necessarily know what it's like to be black. And that's partially because I am harshly excluded from the black community as a whole. Right. And that's the. And I always have been. That's the ultimate point I'm, I'm trying to make is that black culture, specifically by your definition as well, black culture is a culture of exclusion. It is a culture that was bred. strictly because of the exclusion from its parent culture and the culture of the place it exists. So now you have this this identity that's being imposed on you because someone's like, oh, cosmetically, you're black, you're not Jewish. But I will say the majority of people who expect me to be black are not black. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and anyone who is black is like, nope, you're yeah, not black. Nope. So, <laughs> right. But that's the, so that's I don't the know point. what to do about that's that. The point. And this is actually like kind of a good like ending topic to kind of discuss. <laughs> the fact that black culture is a culture of exclusion. What happens to the people who are excluded from black culture and excluded from the traditional culture. cultures that are that are in place? Like what happens now? What happens to us? Because we I come think up with colored culture. We come, well, <laughs> see, that's the thing. Colored culture. I made up just, my. I made up my own. Color. Yeah, that's that's a beautiful point, and this is why we're here, people. This is why we are doing this podcast, because colored culture is just another way of saying a melting pot culture. You are yeah. many cultures that you have experienced and lived and enjoyed your whole life brought together. Now, I challenge you guys. I challenge all of you. I challenge me. I challenge Danny. I challenge Sasha. I challenge everyone listening. Stop trying so hard. You can still be proud of where you're from, but stop trying so hard to express the culture that is has been here forever. Join me You're on a mission. culture to your post your, your imposed culture join me on a mission to seek out to improve and to find our individual cultures as people as humans let's create our own culture because you know what if history can do it we made history what are we capable of but okay so we okay. talked about a lot of like controversial things but listen it's an mm -hmm. open-ended discussion we have zero listeners right now we know that but if we can it's if true. we can get one five ten people to start sharing their experiences correcting our mistakes if so be if that has how it has to be but <laughs> i really am enjoying looking forward to creating this community with you guys of people who are all about strengthening their individual cultures and getting away from the preconceived notion that you have to be one thing. Same. I want to express myself, but more importantly, I want to explore. I want to learn. So thank you. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say, you know, I am so happy to have found people who are willing and able to let me step outside of my box. So instead of everyone talks about thinking outside of the box, we're gonna actually try and step outside of that box in terms of culture and in terms of personal growth. And I just hope more people will join us on the journey and kind of open up more boxes like everyone yeah. else. We'll put all our boxes together and make a house. Yeah, we will Stay build something. Stay cultured, everybody. Great. Stay cultured.